Welcome to the Prog Talks by the Prog Space. Welcome to the Prog Talks, a new interview series by the Prog Space, where we will be talking to musicians in all corners of the progressive music scene. Hi everyone, uh, Uncle Prog here, Rune, and I'm here with uh, one of my favorite artists from last year, really, who released an album in December of 2020, Paul Sadler. And hi, Paul. Nice to hey. have you <laughs> have you here. No, yeah. thank you very much for, for inviting me on. I'm uh, very yeah. pleased to be. <laughs> Hope you are doing doing well over there in the UK and, uh, and that you're ready to talk a little bit about your music and your uh, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. We, um, I'm I'm doing perfectly fine to be honest. Uh, all things considered, and uh, yeah, always ready to talk about music. So <laughs> yeah, great, great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. First, I wanted to congratulate you on the release of uh, the first album, soon to be absorbed. It's been out for like three months now or something. Yeah, it's out this... the first of first of December. Exactly right. Yeah. So uh, yeah, three months just just about. Yeah. Yeah. How so? Now, looking back at it, you've had some time to, to take it in, you know, since uh, the fans got to <laughs> experience your music. How has the reception been, do you feel? And, and are you happy with the attention the album has received? I'm, I've been thrilled, to be honest, yeah. Um, I, it's one of those things when you make an album, you you lose all sense of objectivity with it, you know. So uh, hmm. um, pretty much as soon as the actual kind of recording process starts, you just kind of, you, you're so absorbed in it, no pun intended, but you're so involved in it, let's <laughs> say, um, that, uh, that, you know, you, you, you kind of completely lose track of whether whether this album is actually any good or whether it's just, you know, <laughs> it's just rubbish or some kind of vanity project or whatever. Hmm. Um, so it's a funny one. Whilst you don't, you don't want to pay too much attention to reviews and, and and stuff like that and it's always quite gratifying when you start to see them come in and and uh you know the reviews have been i think pretty much without fail have been really really positive um yeah you know uh which have been I've, it, it is a relief i'd be lying if i said it wasn't because like i say you know you of just, course you just, of you course have, yeah you have no idea so um and then yeah just general comments from people um it seems to have gone down really well with, with fans and, and, and such like so uh, so yeah, no, were, thrilled, you, yeah. were you were you surprised at all uh, about because I feel like it's it's over the line that you say the reviews have been you know quite quite uh, impressed with with the album and and mm. you had a lot of like uh, top scores or at least up there mm. mm-hmm. so so are, were you surprised at all by that that reception from the the <laughs> music press or. Well, it's, it, yes and no. I mean, obviously, when you're writing, it, it's funny because you, you become two different people. When you're writing the music, you, you, you're thinking it's the greatest thing that mankind has ever created, you know, because, otherwise you wouldn't write it, you know. <laughs> you know if, mm, if, of if course, you yeah. Yeah, if you didn't think that, you'd, you'd, you'd do something else, or, you know. So when you're writing it, you're thinking, yeah, this is really good. I'm really happy with this. And, um, you know, I can't wait to get this out there and stuff um and then as i say over time over the recording over listening to it over and over again mixing it um hmm. it, you just you just tend to lose that that objectivity and that 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 sense so 
you know, the, the, the person who I was when I was writing it would say, no, I'm not surprised. I agree. I think it's great. <laughs> yeah. the, the person who I am now, yeah, I would say I'm a little surprised. I'm, I'm, but, but happily so. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm, and in a way grateful that, that people have given it the time of day because obviously whilst Spires, who I'm sure you'll, we'll talk about shortly, but while Spires has yeah, a we'll, certain, yeah. <laughs> certain name to them um, without being a, a huge band or anything, really uh, what I discovered was I couldn't rely on that to get any attention mm. for, for the album in itself, you know, maybe a little bit. Um, so it did feel a little bit like starting from scratch. So just the fact that people have paid it some attention and, and, and it's and it's been received so well is, is as I say, it is a relief. But yeah, it, I would say it's probably a surprise to an extent as well. Yeah, yeah I, I think, you know, like you said, Spires is of course not, not uh, uh, a... a big band but you guys have a a, a decent following and mm-hmm. you have a history right so mm-hmm. with this new album you're you're sort of like you said starting over with mm-hmm. with just just your name and and mm-hmm. a music that is of course not not uh, unfamiliar if you know spires but it's it's its own thing mm-hmm. so I, I, I'm, I'm guessing like you people who watch this there might be people who don't know you or who mm-hmm. haven't listened to the album so mm-hmm. uh, i know it's a difficult question but how would you yourself categorize your your music and would you put it in like the rock or or the metal genre mm-hmm. or is that like not not that interesting for you to to categorize it like that well it's it's interesting because i I've asked, i keep asking myself the same question um but it but it's it's interesting. I would say it's interesting, but not important, you know? So for, mm. for me, yeah, it's, it's, um, I, I, I can't really remember when I started writing it, what I was intending to write. Was I intending to be more of a metal album or a, a rock album? I suppose it, I, I knew it was going to be much lighter than Spires. Uh, otherwise I probably would have just written a, <laughs> written a Spires album. But, um, the, the, I I would class it really as more of a, 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 a as a progressive rock album, but with with metal tendencies, I suppose. If, if yeah. I had to, um, but also obviously, uh, you know, as, as lots of people picked up on, and uh, it has a lot of uh, folk influences and, and general definitely yeah uh, music and stuff like that. So it's it's certainly a lot lighter than than any album, maybe aside from the acoustic album we did with Spires. Um, a lot lighter than anything I've I've released in the past. So yeah, yeah. Because I wanna I wanna touch a little bit on that because you you mentioned you know when you started writing this stuff you you intended it to be at least somewhat different mm-hmm. than Spires. Mm-hmm. So when you started writing this, is is this something? Is this music that that has like a a long past that you? Write, wrote while Spires were, were you were still were working on Spire stuff or is it yeah. stuff that happened after the release of uh, the last Spires album yeah basically the the um, it, I I would say probably before I decided to put Spires on, on, on hold for a little bit um, I had maybe two or three songs already written um, that I already knew well, I think it became obvious whilst writing that they weren't Spires songs. Um, mm. So, you know, I kind of had this idea in the back of my mind, oh, maybe at some point I'll do something with them. I, I don't think I thought of the idea of a of a solo album as such, but mm. I just thought at some point, um, you know, I'll do something with them. And then obviously when Spires did uh, go on a bit of a, a, a break, 
um, obviously that just accelerated the process and, and kind of got me thinking, okay, well, what, what else am I going to do? Because um, obviously I was getting a bit, I suppose I'm quite fickle in a certain sense. Yeah. Uh, in in that I I don't like to do the same thing for, for too long. I like to keep changing things. That's a fickle or maybe capricious. That's a more um, yeah, <laughs> a more see, com- yeah. complimentary word. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, you know, I like to have lots of different things on, on the go and different interests and different uh, things that I'm trying to do. So uh, really, yeah, the, the, these songs in themselves just when when Spires kind of uh, went on hold, it, it, it was just like, okay, well, I'm going to bury myself in this now. And, and, and the rest of the album got written fairly quickly, actually. Um, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm going to come back to Spires, of course, mm-hmm. because there's an interesting band to discuss as well. But, mm-hmm. but uh, can I ask these uh, early songs then, did you, were there ever a point where you were like, these might be Spires material or, was there um how to put it uh did you ever yeah what and also what was this what were these first songs do you feel like that the early stuff and the later stuff you wrote is like is there a, a progress there is there a change there of the material you, yeah, you wrote well, the f- towards the, the end of the the first one I wrote was the the fear which is um probably one of the more Spires-esque tunes in the sense exactly, that... Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it could fit into a Spires thing, or at least the, the main themes and, and motifs of it could do, obviously. There are, yeah, there tune, are parts would, there, yeah. 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 I would have taken it in a different direction had it been a Spires tune. But I think sometimes giving something a different name, especially when it's your own, uh, <laughs> is all, <laughs> all you really need to, um, to give you a, a new sense of what it is and a new almost excitement about it and that's the thing you know that word excitement is so crucial because you have to be excited by what you're doing and and um i think i think the yeah the 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 prospect of doing something different uh was obviously for me was just so much more appealing than just yeah. kind of going okay right you know at that time you know uh, things changed but at that time you know I, I didn't necessarily just want to start writing another another spires album so you felt more inspired by the thought of of doing something different exactly yeah yeah which yeah. is i think i think if a lot of bands were being honest uh bands that have been going a long time who are very popular would probably say the same thing but you get stuck in 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 a uh you, you you almost feel like you have to do something and it's you know it's the great thing about spires not being a, a big band is that well there's no pressure there if i don't want to do it for a yeah. while don't do it you know do something else so um, yeah but but even yeah. even bigger bands like you say they go on hiatus or mm-hmm. look at catatonia they had this break where they obviously needed to rethink what mm-hmm. they were doing and also i think what you're describing now is like certain bigger bands or like if not bigger bands then they rethink their whole musical strategy and they mm. suddenly change their, you know, it's like if you said that, you know, I'd, I'd like the next Spires album to sound quite different than the mm. previous ones. Mm-hmm. So that's, of course, a challenge to the fans and to the band and everything. And, mm-hmm. and sometimes people ask, you know, why didn't they just change their name or mm-hmm. do it as a solo album? So I, I, I'm I'm like thinking, is there... And would you ever have considered or did you ever consider, you know, releasing this as a Spires album or like taking Spires in a different direction? 
Um, yes. Um, in fact, you know, before before the release of the Last Fires album, I was already thinking uh, before it was kind of fully written, and, and you know, I was already thinking, oh, do I want to do something different with this? But then the songs kind of took on their own. Uh, you know, I, I, at the end of the day, you do have a certain style of writing and and sometimes songs write themselves and and i think with yeah. the parting gift which is the, the last buyers album uh it did you know I, I, which i'm it's probably my favorite one and i'm really really happy with how it how it turned out and so it i think i might have entertained the idea that maybe these could be like a different direction for spires but again like i said before when you put a different name on something it's only a, it's only a name, but it but sometimes that can just be the spark that you need to to, to feel excited about it again and exactly. to go, you know, yeah. So, um, so yeah, you know, the the, the prospect of just doing something a, a, a different project uh, is kind of had me salivating a little bit and thinking, Ooh, yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to hear a little bit more about you know you already went into the creative process of you writing these songs and and what about the recording pro process i know you uh produced and engineered and mastered this yourself? Uh, not, uh yeah uh, not mastered so produced engineered and mixed it yeah and then um someone i got someone else to master it because i yeah have not, no idea what i'm doing when it comes to mastering but um, exactly yeah like you did with the spires albums right you produced engineered and mixed mixed those mm-hmm. yeah exactly so yeah this the the so the, the recording process for, for this one uh it was pretty smooth, actually. The um, and it was timed very well because obviously mm. you may have not you may have noticed we're in the middle of a, a global pandemic. <laughs> you know. Yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah unfortunately, you know. Uh, so um, we 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 got the drums done just before lockdown came in in in, in UK. Uh, uh, I think if we'd have done it a couple of weeks later, we wouldn't have been able to to do it. So I see. Was, I see. Yeah. yeah. That was yeah, it was to- a guy Tom Rice who was in another band called Conum who they're releasing their album today as today. we're filming this. Their 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 mm-hmm. debut album is being released. Yeah, yeah, exactly. and he did the drums on on, on your in on uh, your album. Exactly right. Yeah, so he's a, he's a fantastic drummer, and, and the way it worked with him, um, he's just so professional as well. You know, I uh, I gave him the demos. I think as most people do these days, you know, the the, the songwriter will usually put some rudimentary programmed yeah, drums together, on that yeah. stuff. Exactly, just to give an idea. Uh, and I kind of sent them to him and, and said, uh, you know, um, there you go. And he pretty much just went, he pretty much threw that in the bin and went, yeah, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to listen to that pretty much. He, he, he more no. his first message to me was, I've not really listened to it much to the, the I listened to it once because I wanted to get a fresh idea on it. And as a songwriter, obviously your, your immediate response to that is to go, oh no, uh, you know, what, yeah. what, what's he going to do? But it's... Yeah, you had something in your head, right? To, yeah, exactly. With those, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you think, well, you can you can play around with it, but as long as it's pretty much that, <laughs> you know, and, uh, <laughs> and uh, so, you, you know, but that's actually something that's taken me a long time to learn and I've been told it thousands of times, but, you know, let go a little bit and actually trust other musicians to to, to know what yeah. they're doing. You know, um, I, I, I'm not proud to say it, but I, I would definitely accept that in the past I've, I've I can be a little bit of a control freak with with, with music. Mm. You know, you, you have your idea, and um, sometimes that can actually work out really well. <laughs> but 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 I think um, slowly but surely I am learning to 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 to, to trust other people's. Uh, 
musical judgment, you know. And well, uh, like, yeah, I, I, you know, I guess when you have someone like Tom coming in and you know exceeding the expectations, that also helps with. You know, like you say, your your uh, wish to to mm. to know control everything. Now you see that exactly. he came in and he added something to to the album that maybe you wouldn't have been able to add on your own. So so I don't know if that's something that sort of changes your mind a little bit about it, well, uh, it, it does definitely and you know it, you, it, it kind of contributes to your, your evolution as a um a musician yeah. but also i suppose in a way is not to get too you know philosophical a little bit as a person as well <laughs> you know you, you 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 kind of learn to go you know i'm i i, I there's no reason why i'm should know these kind of things better than than him, especially about drums. I'm not a drummer, you know. He he is. So why would yeah. he he put in a better, have better ideas about things? And yeah, and we did all the drums in in one day essentially in the studio. We went went in the night before and and set up the the, the kit and all that, and then just blasted them out in a day. Um, and which is, you know, as a as a again as a, as a songwriter. And someone who's going through the whole pr production of an album is, is a dream, really. It's that's that's exactly what yeah. you want, you know. Um, and then um, Al on 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 bass was a, equally just a really nice uh, and again well timed. We managed to get that in just in between the lockdowns of. Uh, um, oh yeah. And yeah, again, it was it was a little bit more trial and error than than for the drums, uh, in the sense that he kind of came in with very specific ideas for the bits that he knew he wanted to kind of expand you know, on or expand yeah. on exactly and yeah. then the rest of it a lot of it was kind of okay well let's let's just try things out try that eh, i'm not so sure about that and then what about this oh yeah that works well um we we certainly didn't there was no pressure to be thinking about playing it live because whilst and again you're probably gonna ask and, me about this but you know and, <laughs> but, and and now we're of course talking about alex jolly who's also the the bass player for spires right? exactly yeah so, yeah yeah which was a, which was an obvious choice because i i, I knew that i wanted fretless bass uh because I, I i just loved the sound of it um yeah and he uh yeah he's, he's just great he's always been sort of great to work with and stuff like that. so it, it was just a it, well, it wasn't even really a choice. It was just obvious that that was going to be that was going to be mm. it. Um, what's yeah. going to be the man for the job? Uh, exactly. Yeah. 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 So, but you also have you also have uh, more uh, guest performers on the album. You know, uh, uh, Raphael Wayne Roth Brown doing the cellos, mm. and then you have mm. Andrew Allmark on the violin, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, so, how that how how did you get in touch with those guys, and and how did, did that happen to for well, him to be on the album. So uh, Andrew's a friend of mine from from uh, Wakefield. We actually known each other a very long time, but he he lives in Oman uh, these days, mm -hmm. you know, which is uh, <laughs> um, and uh, so. But I, 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 he's always been an incredibly good violinist. So uh, he's actually played on, I think, once by himself. I think he played, yeah, the Whisperer. Um, he played in a few tracks yeah. on that. So. Um, but yeah, he's he's just he's he's an old friend, so that seemed a, an obvious thing to do there. Um, and then with Raphael, uh, who I suppose most people know through Leprous, although he has, of course, yeah, and uh, he's, yeah, he's many of, projects, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, it's incredible. Also re released an, a solo album last year, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, Raphael, yeah, exactly, yeah, and and he's just such a talented guy. Um, uh, I've seen I've seen him playing with Leprous 
quite a few times live and always been, you know, the way he opens up the show and stuff. He's just a, obviously yeah. incredibly talented. Uh, and I think when, when Spires did the prog power pre-party a few years ago, there was a little talk of, um, you know, we had a brief exchange about uh, possibly doing something yeah. there, which, which never materialised, but it didn't end up happening, but the, the kind of the contact had been made. So uh, when I was looking for a cellist, um, I just thought, well, sod it, you know, might as well. <laughs> might yeah, as well. Uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. And he, he agreed to do it. And again, he just a, a great person to work with. Very, um, obviously, again, I'd written the string parts, but um but with that, with that kind of caveat of um, less so that you know, in in a, in a sense, I was I, I was quite happy for, for, for the strings to, to to change a little bit if needed, yeah. Uh, and, and because you know, it's um, I'm sure again, I'm sure that, that they would have a better idea of what what, what yeah, might work. Like, but, uh, yeah. like you said with the drums, right? You know, mm-hmm. you 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 write what you are hearing in your head in a way, and they but they are the violinist and cellist. Exactly. And they, might exactly. have uh, ideas for you on on, exactly on, right. on improvements or or changes, yeah. yeah. And certainly, and, and certainly there was. I mean, there's there's certain parts with on the, on the cello specifically where um, where Raphael kind of did a lot of say doubling in different octaves. Mm. And, uh, at the end of the last track, um, there's a whole kind of uh, lovely pad thing that he does with with these waving lines coming in yeah. and out of it right at the end of the track, which which wasn't my idea at all, you know, and and so. You know, yeah. um, it, that's really nice, and and it's it's just nice when you, you have something like that, and you say, you know, because I suppose he could have just gone played what I've given him, and then right there you go. But it's nice to see when a musician really puts that wants to put their own stamp on. Yeah, you know? yeah. I guess I guess that's a bit different with a project like yours, or in in this vein of like uh, progressive rock and metal. Uh, like if you if you look. At that up against like studio musicians, if you hired like a studio mu- musician, I guess you would be pretty sure that he would play exactly what you told him mm. and more or less nothing else, right? Because that's sort of his job and he does day out <laughs> yeah. and day in. And But with this, you have like performers that are, mm. you know, composers in their own right mm. and they all wanted to, they heard something and they wanted to add something exactly, to, to yeah. your project. Yeah. Exactly. And it's really, which is really nice. It's really, it makes it more of a collective vision as well, which I think is, is always going to be, even for a solo album, it, a solo album is never, or at least should never just be one person's yeah. narrow vision of a thing. I think, you know, the more influences you can get within that is... is, is I think you're, I think gonna... you're very right in that mm. because, uh, you know, I talked to uh, Steve Hackett of Genesis mm. just a little while ago and, you know, he has released, I don't know, 26 mm. solo albums yeah. or something. <laughs> and I guess we talked a little bit about that, how every album is different a lot of because of the musicians he worked with Mm -hmm. it's like different on each album and even though you know he's the unifying you know core of the of of all his albums Mm -hmm. the fact that you work with different people will create a different uh, (laughs) a different Mm -hmm. setting a different sound a different outcome it it, it has to doesn't it necessarily so you know it's yeah exactly that's it so um uh yeah and and again just just that that thing of collaborating with different people is is 
it's it's fun as well. That's the other thing about it. You know, yeah, it's, it's fun. It's, it's enjoyable. Yeah. So, um, well. Moving on, I have a. I want to ask you. Of course, hopeless to give a straight answer to what I'm going to ask you now because <laughs> of the circumstances we are in at this time. But mm. could you see yourself playing songs from this album in a live setting at some point? Uh, and and if you were to do that, how like if you were to pick from the top shelf of how you want to present this mm. music live, uh, what how what is the way you would do it? Yeah, it's something I have obviously thought about uh, quite a lot, um, and like you say, we're very limited in options. But like, but uh, but in an ideal world, yes, uh, I would love to. And there's several different ways I could do it. I mean, part of the reason the album ended up being so acoustic based um, was because I was, in, to a certain extent, trying to get together. Um, a set list of songs that I could just turn up somewhere and, and play on an acoustic guitar because I really like the yeah. idea of, of being able to do that. Um, sometimes, uh, much as I like playing live, sometimes it can be quite, I don't want to use the word stressful, but it can be quite, um, it's just a logistical, uh, you know, a lot, yeah, yeah, a lot of yeah. time. And so, um, uh, you know, I, I do really like the idea of just uh, sometimes just just turning up somewhere with an acoustic guitar and and, and mm -hmm. performing in that way. Uh, and I would say, how many songs are on the album? Eight. I would say that probably six of those songs would be would be doable in that way. You know, yeah, possible um, to do. Mm. Yeah, and and work really well. And in fact, some of them I already have done. Um, yeah, or maybe but, maybe just do it with a, a a violinist or a cellist with you on exactly. stage. Or yeah, that's it. Well, that's the thing. That's it. So there's there's these different levels, and 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 I quite like that flexibility. There's different levels. There's there's just me and a guitar. There yeah. is getting a, a a string section, which I think would just be a violinist and a cellist. Um, there would be you know Al Alex Jolly could could join me on on, on bass. Yeah, um, and then I suppose. You know, yeah, drums. And you could do, wise, yeah, and you, you know, could we'll do, see. yeah, like a mm. acoustic set with with also with a drummer and a bassist, right? And, exactly. and then you could go fully electric in the exactly, end. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So, so, so it's just all the possibilities, and I'd love to. Um, we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, we'll just have to wait and yeah. see what. Um, obviously, the it also depends for example drum wise on particularly on, on on what people are doing it you know tom obviously is quite busy with with his mm. other band and stuff like that so it's all it's all logistics again there but i'd love to um to a certain extent i suppose uh it would be the kind of thing that would be nice to do a a big almost a, a delayed release uh, <laughs> show you know a big, exactly, a big one-off yeah. show where you get uh everyone in um obviously i'm not going to Fly Raphael over from Canada, <laughs> but uh, you know, uh, I'm not so. No, but you would, <laughs> you could, you would get, you would perhaps get a cellist, and exactly. yeah, yeah, to exactly. be able to perform it more or less uh, as on the album. Yeah, I'd love to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At some yeah, point. Yeah. If you are enjoying this interview, please head over to theprogspace.com for more reviews, articles, pictures, and interviews all about progressive music. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Theprogspace.com I, I want to go a little bit into your you sort of your what can I say upbringing and your your musical history and everything, you know. But a, a lot of people say that they 
a lot of musicians say that they have like this one album or this one performance or event that they that sort of made them think you know oh i want to pick up the guitar or oh i want to be a singer or something do you have something like that in your past <laughs> from when you were a kid oh i don't know if i could i don't know if i could narrow it down to one thing um i mean i if i think back to when i started getting really obsessed with music um yeah it, it was largely uh, the, the the bands that i really started to yeah, it would largely be around a lot of the grunge type era you know so yeah. um, and still but that's this- sort of that sort of leads me into another part of the question then because mm-hmm. i was like thinking about so now now if you if you you of course uh, spires and and your solo album mm-hmm. will have to say it's 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 related to rock and metal and mm-hmm. it's also related to progressive music so mm-hmm. you know what made you when did you discover these genres and what were like the the albums or the artists that mm. metal artists and prog artists and that that led you into that on that road that you are well yeah so that's um so going from for example as i say that i was i was quite into into grunge and grunge yeah yeah and and particularly the 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 albums that stand out to me from that that genre was i mean my favorite still to to this day easily in my top five albums is is soundgarden super unknown and if you listen Mm. to that it's you know, I defy anyone to tell me that's not a progressive album. It's 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 a hugely progressive album, and you know, whatever kind of music I've listened to, I've always liked it to have a progressive edge. And I think actually the word progressive gets discussed a hell of a lot. Uh, oh yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. And I wouldn't go as far as to say it's a. It's not a. How to how to say this? As a genre, it's. It's an unusual word for a genre in a way because agree, you know the, yeah. the, the, there's there's so much music that is progressive that isn't prog if that makes sense. Um, so mm. you know um, the and and likewise there's probably a lot of, 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 of let's call it prog that probably isn't particularly progressive. Um, you know, yeah, yeah. It, 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 you know, just having time sig- lots of time signatures and and widdly widdly stuff doesn't necessarily make something progressive and i don't want to yeah say or anything. or yeah. or recreating uh music that sounds like exactly something from the 70s or, or <laughs> exactly, 90s yeah. doesn't exactly necessarily that, yeah. make it progressive still within no. the genre if you put the stamp the genre on it but mm-hmm. i see what you what you say but you know you know, and I, and I wouldn't. Uh, I, I'm not going to discuss uh, Soundgarden uh, being a progressive band with you because I totally agree. I think there are mm. so many elements on their albums that are are rightly so can be construed as progressive music. So so yeah. no discussions there. Yeah, yeah exactly. What about then, sorry. what about more heavier heavier music then? Yes. Because of course, uh, Spires is quite. Uh, it's a extreme yeah, metal band as they say today yeah. in a way so yeah yeah so my gateway into that would probably be oh, as i imagine it's for so many people probably the, the first heavy band that i got into was probably pantera uh you know oh, yeah um, <laughs> um vulgar display of power specifically was was i guess the first album that i bought that was a step up in terms of Mm. heaviness you know from from your regression and yeah exactly yeah and it was a you know i loved it and then uh, obviously lots of bands 
who, as you usually do, you start with the bigger bands, don't you? So Pantera and, and uh, certain Slayer albums. Um, mm-hmm. Well, to be honest, to be honest, just Rain and Blood, actually. <laughs> but, um, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, you know, um, you know, the Metallicas and stuff like that. But then yeah, from yeah, there, yeah. obviously, where where that really started to take a more progressive approach was, and, and this will surprise no one. Opeth, uh, you know, yeah. Um, yeah, anyone who knows my music will uh, will know that I uh, I struggle to lose a certain Opeth influence in, in in the music. Not that I try to, but um, you know, so so Opeth really, I think, uh, when they were in their peak period of you know still life, Blackwater Park uh, was yeah. was was for me was they were hugely influential on my songwriting. Um, Would you say that that is your sort of your first meeting with progressive music as well in more in a you know i won't disagree that there are progressive elements to a lot of these bands mm-hmm. you mentioned you know but uh, at the same time you know the, the if you look at more like you can say straight up this is a, a prog- progressive band like mm-hmm. opeth is yeah. and and was i would say i would, that, say, prob- I would yeah. say probably that was that that was my entrance into into uh yeah if, if you if you want to call it prog um or prog metal uh absolutely yeah. um, you know i think that would be it would be doing them a disservice to to to, to try and think too hard if it was if there was anyone else because it, I'm, i'm pretty sure opeth were the the band for that one yeah yeah mm. so so that was a, a inspiration for you in of course in creating your own music but at the same time i guess you know it's it's weird because i remember when i reviewed the first spires album i uh said you know of course i i'm i'm sure i'll hear many people uh, comparing you guys to uh opeth mm-hmm. but for me it was like a uh <laughs> i think i said if wishbone ash wrote <laughs> a extreme metal album Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I've always I've always wanted to ask you if you have any if you if you you know are a fan of Wishbone Nash or if you know the band. I, I know them, but I, I I could I'd be lying if I said I knew more than a few songs. Uh, so they, yeah, I, it, it's but it's funny, isn't it? You know, um, it's you don't need to be. Uh, so yeah, I certainly wouldn't say they were an influence in terms of um, you know in in my songwriting, but. Often you just find that you you have a similar musical sensibilities to someone else. Yeah. Uh, the, the there's actually the interestingly enough the first because I I got into progressive music quite late and and the first couple of songs that I wrote for Spires um, was before. I'd really got into Opeth, you know, so yeah. it's kind of, yeah, so I, I've often kind of thought, you know, with, with that maybe me and Michael, I felt just have similar sensibilities <laughs> musically, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, and I think, I think, yeah, yeah. 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 Also, I, I think that, you know, together with, with Wishbone Nash, there's sort of a, I don't know why I, I feel that way, but like a, a British mm. or English sensibility to your music. Uh, it makes me think of like, uh, some folky more like fairport convention and steel yeah, yeah, band yeah. and yeah, stuff yeah. like that and i know i don't know if you're if that is music that's that was in your life growing up or um not so much growing up but again uh yeah the the, the some of that kind of stuff uh, fairport convention absolutely there's um i've uh, quite a big fan of, of, of some of their stuff um again kind of hit, hit and misses a lot of that kind of stuff is, i think but but uh yeah absolutely so 
Um, and I think as I, you know, I suppose it's a bit cliched, but as I get older, a lot of that kind of stuff is becoming more and more influential on me as well. So, mm. you know, <laughs> um, you tend to look... It's, it's, it's strange that you, as, as you get older, or as, as I get older, I think you tend to look further back. Actually, you know, in, in terms of yeah, I, yeah, like I totally yeah. agree. The yeah. same thing happened to me with my interest. You know, mm-hmm. you go, you sort of widen your horizon in in every direction, and mm-hmm. uh, and you look look both forward and and to towards the past. So I, I totally get that. Mm-hmm. But then again, you know, when you decided to start singing and playing the guitar, and you know, did you did you do school? Were you schooled? Were you did you do classes, or how did you start singing uh, instrumental no, singing? To, to be honest, no, no. Um, so singing, first of all, I never had any kind of. Um, I, I, I can't really. Or... Yeah, no, nothing. I, I just, I think, I just started doing it because it was easier than trying to find somebody else if that makes sense mm. and you can kind of tell the first the first album the first spies album is not got the greatest vocal performance it's okay um um and it gets better progressively as you'd expect it to you know uh, and then with guitar um no i did i did uh, i played the violin a little bit actually before before i picked mm. up the guitar um and i did have lessons there um i wasn't particularly I didn't get particularly far with it, but then with guitar, um, I did have a few lessons actually uh, thinking about it, but only, yeah, very few. And um, so, but I, but I did, but I'm, yeah, but, but I have also, I do have quite a musical background in the sense of, um, uh, yeah, I've, I've, Add, uh, in terms of music generally, rather than specifically mm. on the instruments that I, the, on the guitar, for example. So, yeah. Well, I, I, I you know, I said we, we'd get back to Spires, and mm-hmm. and uh, I want to quickly get back to Spires because, of mm-hmm. course, you guys you formed in two thousand and eight, and then you released three albums and an EP over the mm-hmm. span of, I would say. 10 years right because the last yeah. album was in 2018 yeah. mm-hmm. and then in uh, 2019 you announced that you were going on a hiatus or taking mm-hmm. a break or whatever so mm-hmm. uh, and and you sort of mentioned it already uh, a bit about the you know the reasons behind why mm-hmm. this happened with you sort of mm-hmm. wanting to refocus yourself and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that so let me instead ask then you know are there the question everyone wants to know, you know, are there plans for anything to happen with Spires going forward? Well, uh, there, there are, um, there are rumblings. Yeah. Frog space exclusive. Uh, yeah. But, uh, that's what I'm, that's what I'm hinting at here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. There are, yeah. there have been, um, yeah, we've, we've, there has been a few discussions recently. I think it, and I, I think it's something that, uh, we're all kind of wanting to get back to and and yeah you know that's time time has now passed uh, and and it, it once again feels like something that would be exciting to do and uh so i so uh, you know and it's funny actually i was i was out um walking earlier today and you know it's the right time because you you I was out walking and I started getting little like you know riff ideas in my head and I'm thinking oh that one you know and when that starts happening you kind of go okay well 
Yeah, maybe this is time. maybe it's time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I'm, I'm uh, very, very happy, very, very happy to hear that because, of course, uh, Spires is one of my my favorite bands within the progressive, more like extreme progressive music. But uh, but then I also have to ask, you know, you know, will there be? Uh, because I'm I'm sure there are a lot of people who would like to know that now, since your uh, album w- were so well received. Is there plans for a Paul Sadler album number two? I think I think I think there has to be. I think uh, I think yes. I think definitely, definitely that. Um, I couldn't tell you another exclusive here. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I couldn't tell you what what, what what shape it will take. Um, I'd like to do much more. You know, again, collaborate with people. There is. Yeah. I've got I've got quite some kind of conceptual ideas that I'd love to happen i suppose uh you know that can be a, a, an outlet for my more pretentious uh, <laughs> creative side maybe um, well the different you know. not pretentious but the different you know the things yeah. that yeah exactly, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah so um yeah no I've, I've, absolutely and in terms of time scale of, of when all this would I, I honestly have no idea you know i've been uh taking I've, I've not really been very musically active since releasing the album um, mm. so um but as I say, you start to get that that twitch again of, of yeah, that that creative Cre- creativity, uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. So, so it does it, it yeah. you know. But what 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 it's what it's made me think is is that putting spires on hold for a while for a couple of years, you know, it's kind of confirmed to me that it was a, it was the right thing to do. Because, yeah, yeah. Because now now you know I've released an album, it's gone down really well. And now I want to do it again. You know, I think exactly. And yeah, the other yeah. members of the the band have have also been, you know, like you say, uh, Dan has been in, mm. now releasing his album with Conum today, mm. and you know, that's the you have been able to breathe breathe a little bit outside of the spire spire sphere, mm. or so to say, and and exactly. uh, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, like I said, I'm 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 glad to hear it. Uh, on a, on on another note, I I I want to ask you because I I recently read an article uh, written by Fish, you know, ex Marillion, oh, yeah. about about uh, the challenges that you know mm. uh, musicians in the UK face mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. Uh, the the separation from the EU or Brexit as it's mm-hmm. known. And, you know, of course, in the p- pandemic times, making it even worse, but. But uh, it was very interesting to see mm. him line this out. I, I don't know, as a, a, a smaller musician, you know, mm. uh, and and as a member of a band like Spires, you know, how mm. how have you thought about or have you looked into how this affects affects you? Yeah, I mean, I, I read the same article, uh, the same fish thing, and it's makes depressing reading, doesn't it? It's uh, it's not. Yes, uh, yes, sadly, it does. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you know, as he he knows a lot more about that than I do. Uh, he's obviously researched it very very deeply. Uh, so he must I have, add, yeah. yeah, I couldn't add too much more to that. But uh, no, to be honest, no, I, I haven't read. I've not I've not investigated it that much because obviously any touring plans w- mm. will be will we would be unlikely to be doing any this year, for example. Uh, yeah, because exactly. it's going to take time. So the situation is very likely to have changed hopefully for the better uh, hopefully that's what i'm hoping yeah 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 you know um by by next year for example which where i, I think would be a much more reali- realistic thing to say that you know maybe next year spies might release an album and, and tour it or something like that but yeah. um so so in a sense i've not been troubling myself too much uh, from a personal point of view 
from what I can follow, it's it's uh, it's completely farcical, and the 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 yeah, the, yeah I, I do my you know my heart goes out to people like Fish um, and obviously smaller bands as well. But in but in a way, you know, as someone like Fish, obviously, it, it kind of has the worst deal because he, yeah, he it's, it's, it's his living, you know, yeah, to, it's his living, and and yeah. and he's not a an enormous artist back by a big label that no. can sort of yeah so so exactly, like you yeah. say it's the, the worst of both it's getting exactly. the worst deal in in both both ways yeah yeah mm-hmm, well mm-hmm. I, i'm i i think i wanna you know i got a lot of interesting information out of you i feel <laughs> and and uh but but I, i'd like to to end on a more positive note you know mm-hmm. here at the prog space and and me in particular i i i love the to be able to discover and you know present new interesting bands and also mm-hmm. some hidden gems and stuff mm-hmm. like that and I'm, i'm wondering you know what about you do you have some bands or some project artists or whatever that you have been listening to or that you that you feel are could use a bit more attention uh well i mean there's a there's a few bands uh uk bands that i could hugely recommend uh, who are yeah. I think don't necessarily need my help uh, particularly a band like Luna's Call uh, are doing really well with their yeah new absolutely yeah um, which is just a phenomenal I mean it just blows your mind you know I don't know how I, I can't even imagine the work that's gone into that album it's uh, it's it's incredible uh, so I would I would I would if, um, whilst they're doing quite well for themselves I think yeah. I'm sure there's plenty of realists who, who don't people know people to yeah, yeah. Um, alongside that is, uh, is again a band that I'm sure you're familiar with uh, Ranuk who are another UK band and who again also I think it was last year uh, yeah. yeah it was last It's year a, wasn't it? yeah. 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 they released, they released their, their album yeah, yeah. Their, their latest album as well which again is another fine slab of kind of uh, progressive <laughs> extremity absolutely. Uh, yeah, absolutely yeah so, so those two bands uh, and then on, on the lighter end of stuff um, I've been really enjoying the, the latest uh, Our Oceans release uh, which is just got oh, some yeah. Yeah, lovely songwriting um, oh god I could probably go on forever but, but yeah I, I would certainly say L- Luna's Call and, and, and Rana uh, for those who don't know them are uh, really worth checking out and just good example of what what people can do on you know diy bands can do how they exactly, can exactly yeah they can blow or it's where it's just can, as yeah exactly it's yeah, just yeah. as good if not better mm-hmm. than some more established bands and mm-hmm. also i feel like you know we mentioned them a couple of times already but i i want to bring up again konom which of course has mm-hmm. Spires uh, uh, guitarists yeah, yeah, yeah. Dan White and yeah. and the drummer from your album Tom exactly, Rice yeah. in there uh, which released yeah, their right. album today yeah, yeah. And, it's, and it's amazing I mean it's going to need time to sink in it's a, it's a real and you're part. on the album as well <laughs> well yeah I'm, I'm doing some, I don't think anyone would pick me out I'm doing some little quiet parts you know uh, but um, yeah you know but they're the best bits obviously you know. <laughs> of, co- of course yeah yeah no objections here yeah yeah no uh, but it's yeah it's, it's an amazing album uh, I, I've only listened through to it once I listened to it last night actually because uh, I um, just got the it just came yeah. through in the post yesterday just came, right? Yeah. with a glass of whiskey and uh, listen to that and it's yeah it's, it's amazing for those who like their kind of i don't even know how to describe it um it's 
it's kind of pro- well progressive rock slash metal, but it, I feel like yeah. it has a real uh, emotive edge. It's almost got a little bit of a. It's quite epic. It's certainly very epic, anyway. So um, very melodic, and and yeah. So absolutely, Conan uh, is. I feel yeah. Is, I feel like it's a it's a. I I would. When I, when I think about when I listen to that, it's like there's a meeting between like 80s neo prog and mm. 90s and 2000s prog metal in in a band, you know, as a yeah, yeah, very yeah. interesting yeah. style you there. Described so, it yeah. better than I did. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly right. Yeah. 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 And also, once again, just like Spires and with your album, I feel there's a sort of Britishness to it. I don't know how to <laughs> say it really, but there's there's like a, 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 a style there that that I. Feel feel is like and which i really enjoy so so but yeah thank you so much for for talking to me paul i, I found this very interesting yeah thank you very much no it's been it's been great to chat to you and uh yeah no just thank you <laughs> yeah and everyone who's watching who's still watching Please go and check out uh, Paul's uh, album and get hold of an album because, as I understand it, they are running out. Right? Last yeah. I heard, you had three, three left. Yeah, two, uh, yeah, yeah, to, to two now. So, <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So, 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 um, so by the time you you see this, this might be the last chance at getting uh, at least a first pressing of the album. Yeah, yeah exactly. I think um, it's it's looking likely that I will uh, repress it, but uh, yeah, um, but yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, you know, buy it. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Paul. Thank you so much. The Prog Talks, produced by the Prog Space. Main host, Rune Belsvik-Reynos. Produced by Rune Belsvik-Reynos, Vanessa and Matthias Kirsch. All graphics and animations by Vanessa Kirsch. Intro theme by Giuseppe Negri. Outro theme by Zach Munovitz. This was the Prog Talks by the Prog Space. See you in a week.